1: I'm Dick Iuliana. If the state approves two highways that honor Confederate generals in Northern Virginia will be renamed.
0: Do decision makers hear what you say? local government asks the question. I'm Kate Ryan. We're
1: following the final primary elections of the season in three states tonight. National Journal will be with us. Eight o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Dell Small
3: Business.
4: I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago, an avalanche of mud poured into the town of Oak Glen in Southern California after heavy rain hit the San Bernardino Mountains. CBS's Dina Demetrius reports.
0: Thousands of residents are either under evacuation orders or being urged to shelter in place.
2: We had a large cell come through, uh, which uh, created
5: uh, uh, multiple mudslides, which we had uh, major damage to the infrastructure of the area. And, uh, structures as well.
0: Nearly two and a half inches of rain pounded the area Monday night, triggering flash floods that loosened mud and debris. The mudslides took out homes and vehicles and shut down part of a highway. Dina Demetrius,
4: CBS News, Los Angeles. Inflation is at a 40-year high, and the consumer price index for August was up 8.3 percent from a year ago, only a slight drop from July. CBS's Nancy Cordes. Typically,
0: lower gas prices bring down the cost of other goods. But
4: so far, that hasn't happened, even though the average price of a gallon of gas fell 26 cents in the past month. Wall Street reacted with a sell-off, the Dow and S&P's worst day since June of 2020. Ken Starr has died at age 76. Starr headed an investigation that ultimately led to the discovery of the sex scandal involving Monica Lewinsky and the impeachment of President Clinton. In 2018, Starr told CBS News... I had a
3: duty. I had a responsibility. I will say, and I've said it many times, I regret all the pain that resulted to so many, including to the nation.
4: The body of Queen Elizabeth arrived at Buckingham Palace on her final journey from Balmoral Castle in Scotland, where she died on Thursday. CBS's Charlie Daggett outside of Buckingham Palace. The
2: atmosphere has become more somber here now that the Queen has returned to London. That private reception for the Queen that took place involved just about every senior member of the royal family, including Prince William and Kate, and importantly, Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan.
4: The queen will lie in state for four days before Monday's funeral at Westminster Abbey. A Republican senator introduces an abortion bill now that the issue has been sent back to individual states to decide. CBS's Linda Kenyon. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham believes there should be a national standard.
6: After 15 weeks, no abortion on demand except in cases of rape, incest, to save the life of another.
4: The Republican senator is under no illusions his bill will pass in the current Democratic-controlled Senate, but he's patient. If we take back the House and the Senate, I can assure you we'll have a vote on our bill. Democrats criticize the bill as a MAGA measure, in step with the extreme Republican policies of the Trump administration and policies that trample on the rights of American women. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. This is CBS News.
2: Dell's semi annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877 Ask Dell.
1: All right, a little sloppy there, but we are underway at 8.03 on Tuesday evening, September 13th, 2022. Manassas with 70 degrees. Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we are following this hour. Of course, those high prices that refuse to go away. It's a local story and an international story at that. Inflation dipped slightly on a year-over-year basis to 8.3% last month, but it really didn't fall as much as experts predicted, and that sent stocks tumbling. The Dow down 1276 today, NASDAQ down 632, and the S&P falling 177. All drops of more than 4%. For the NASDAQ, it was a 5% drop. So what should you do now that Wall Street is tanked? Barry Glassman of Glassman Wealth Services joined us earlier with advice.
2: I wouldn't react to this. If you have money in the market, I would would stay put. What I like to look at is how much time did the market give up given year-to-date's
5: downturn? And really, it's taken us back to where we were last spring. So we're back to where we were about 18 months ago on the S&P 500.
1: Even though gas prices have come down, food prices are still surging. Up more than 11% compared to last year. It's the biggest year-over-year increase since 1979. People sure are feeling the pinch as they peruse those supermarket aisles. Shoppers outside Magruder's and Chevy Chase shared their thoughts with WTOP. Folks, including Dan Grosh of D.C., buying groceries and other things, say you can't help but notice higher prices, even though Magruder's is known for its discounting.
3: Prices that are high now and surprisingly high. You you worry about the winter and the oil and gas and whether things will change
1: there. The shoppers said they're pleased to have enjoyed lower gas prices in recent weeks and Gene Dragon, a retiree, said inflation requires that consumers be savvy.
6: You just have to be a little more conservative and not spend your money frivolously.
1: Some shoppers say the latest inflation numbers show some moderation for better prices in the months ahead. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A couple of busy highways in Fairfax County will no longer be named after Confederate generals. The county board approved renaming Lee Highway by its federal highway number. That's Route 29. And then Lee Jackson Memorial Highway would become and will become, we expect, Route 50. The vote was 9 to 1. The only no vote came from the county's sole Republican supervisor, Pat Herity. We should mention as well the approved resolution renaming the highways is still subject to approval by the Commonwealth Transportation Board. It's 8.06. 8.06. Would you like a new school closer to your home or more bus service on your street? Montgomery County is kicking around future plans that are still in discussion stages. They want to hear from everyone before making these important decisions.
0: Planning documents, they're not page-turners. They're complex, and there's a lot of jargon. So how does Montgomery County get more people to dig into planning and zoning for the future?
2: It really starts with demystifying this process.
0: Jordan Exanis, a consultant with Inspire Green, testified before the Montgomery County Council on Thrive 2050, a big-picture planning blueprint for the next few decades. Councilmember Nancy Navarro on the impact. Active outreach. In these so-called hard-to-reach communities and they're like, wait, you need to tell me that I can influence sure. where that building goes or where that road goes. Oh, I have a lot to say. More hearings on Thrive 2050 are planned through October. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A couple dozen bus
1: routes are being tweaked in Montgomery County. Transit advocates say riders did not get a good warning about this. No heads up. The Transportation Department is responding.
0: If you want to actually understand what's going on, you have to dig into the website. 21 ride-on bus routes have time changes, three routes have slight route changes, and 11 routes decrease frequency due to ridership, according to the Montgomery County Department of Transportation. The changes went into effect on Sunday, but transit advocates believe they could have been publicized a little better. The advocates sent a letter to leaders on Tuesday saying the way the information was shared put a, quote, burden on riders to find out. Whether and how their route changed. In a statement to WTOP, the Department of Transportation says they appreciate the feedback and they'll now look into additional ways of getting information out to riders. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News.
1: The changes will be in effect until at least January. Check them out now at WTOP.com. We're talking politics with the polls just closing in the final three states on the primary calendar. Already seeing a few results trickling in from New Hampshire as there is a contest now among the Republicans to see who will go up against Democrat Maggie Hassan. We'll talk to National Journal's editor-in-chief on the way. Try a new way to travel on Car-Free Day. Use transit, rideshare, bike, walk, scooter,
2: or telework on Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car-free or car-light, take the free pledge to Today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org.
5: That's carfreemetrodc.org. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows without supply chain delays that other window dealers are seeing. You get high-quality windows at an affordable price, direct from our local factory, installed faster than other window companies. Plus, it's our biggest sale of the year, with 25% off all windows and doors. Plus, no interest until April 2024. See ThompsonCreek.com for details. Call 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. Home sweet, home sweet
4: Thompson
3: Precision
1: A.C. Tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Let's go to Bob Imler and the WTOP Traffic Center. On
3: 395 North, still very slow into town over the 14th Street Bridge. The crash remains near the 3rd Street Tunnel on northbound 395 in the district. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet and things are running pretty well all over town right now. On 66, the pace is pretty good in both directions. Little Early for any work zones to be setting up there. And uh, all the way out toward Haymarket and Points West, you're in great shape. 395 and 95 also running without delay. And traffic on the Maryland side on 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, each without delay. Clear sailing up and down 270 in both directions. Visit Fitzmill.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic.
1: Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
6: We're looking at gorgeous weather for the remainder of the work week, right on into the weekend. Dry conditions, low humidity, comfortable mornings with hints of fall, and really pleasant afternoons and evenings. Lows tonight in the mid 50s to low 60s with clear skies, a bit of a breeze tomorrow, sunny skies, and sunny skies remain in the forecast right on through the weekend and really over the next 10 days. I don't have any rain in the forecast. We could even see a heat wave next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
1: And right now in Hyattsville, it's 75, Fredericksburg, 73, Eastern Maryland, 73, and some parts of our area all the way down to the 50s late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 810 on WTOP. (laughs) We are your election source with just about two months left until Election Day. New Hampshire, Delaware, Rhode Island are holding the nation's last major primaries of the 2022 midterms tonight. Joining us live on Skype, National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour. Great to hear from you. As always, Jeff, one of the biggest races of the night will decide which Republican will face off against New Hampshire's Democratic incumbent, Senator Maggie Hassan. I've got some early numbers here. There are a bunch of Republican candidates, but two that we're watching. There's Donald Baldock with about 38% of the vote right now, Chuck Morse following him with 32%. I should hasten to add only 2% of the overall vote in. Uh, But what can you tell us about these two uh, men on the Republican side there?
2: Well, yeah, Dimitri, this is the main event uh, tonight, and partly or mostly because it's yet another proxy war between the Trump wing of the Republican Party and the establishment wing. Um, Morse is the, the Senate president, the state Senate president. He's the kind of guy who likes to talk about good government, the budgets he's passed with bipartisan support, et cetera. The trouble is, that's not really where the GOP, GOP base's the heads are at right now. They want to hear what Baldock is offering. Election denialism, a lot of right-wing red meat. Uh, and that's probably why Baldock has led in all the recent polling, uh, but by my count, if he wins, he could become the fifth subpar candidate that could potentially cost Republicans a seat this fall, uh, along with Arizona, Ohio, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. that's not I'm not saying at all that Republicans are going to lose all those races. I'm just saying that uh, in in these five states, perhaps, they have nominated a a candidate that was was not the best candidate for this for this year and for these races. Um, which, which leaves them in a slightly weaker position. Uh, one more bit of intrigue here. This is another instance where Democrats and Democratic groups have propped up the most extreme candidate in Republican primaries, in this case, Balduck, thinking that he'll be easier to beat for the Democrat in the general election. Um, they've thrown in about $3 million for, for Balduck. The Post reports, they've, the Democratic groups have done this to the tune of about $19 million in eight states. And the problem with this is that Democrats have also at the same time been emphasizing the importance of democracy and the sanctity of our elections, which when they do things like this, makes them look like cynical hypocrites.
1: Yeah, you know, you anticipated my my thought about the the democratic, Behavior here shall we say by pouring all this money and in addition to the cynicism and the hypocrisy that some critics point out There's just the whole idea that they spend a lot of time These Democrats do talking about how dangerous these candidates are and the idea of putting any money toward uh, ads that essentially promote them uh, seems really odd and you you know if you're spending three
2: million dollars on his behalf Baldock doesn't actually have much money. He's been badly outraised. Uh, All the mainstream Republican money has come in on Morse's side. So they're giving Baldock this money when he really needs it. And what if he wins? Then now he's in the general election against Maggie Hassan, and stranger things could happen. What if he wins that? Now the Democrats have helped, essentially, elect an avowed election denier to the Senate, which is exactly what they're warning us about.
1: What about Hassan's status on her own? I mean, is she well-liked by the public? Does she stand a good chance to win here?
2: Um, She would go—it really depends on who she faces. Um, Against Morse, it would be uh, mostly a toss-up. You could flip a coin, and a lot of it would depend on the political fundamentals uh, which way the wind is blowing, so to speak. Against Baldock, she would be installed as the as as the favorite. Um, but she doesn't have a, a a huge high profile around the country. She's got a pretty good name in New Hampshire, but New Hampshire is also very very fickle. Um, they like to throw their senators out after six years and bring in somebody from the other party. They do this all the time. Um, so if the Republicans in in a in a year like this, that should be good for Republicans, if they nominate basically a replacement-level Republican, that should be good enough.
1: Jeff, we'll talk again later tonight. We appreciate the update. You bet. Take care. That's Jeff Dufour. He is National Journal's editor-in-chief. wanted to quickly mention he has a new newsletter. It's called The Sunday Nightcap. If you just Google The Sunday Nightcap, you'll find it. You can subscribe. It gives you the highlights of the past week in politics, and what's coming up in the next week, plus... An interesting drink recipe <laughs> every week, which I found humorous. Well, stay with us here on WTOP tonight. We're looking at the Nats and the O's and the Battle of the Beltways. We are MFGS, Inc.
4: We're not an acronym or an abbreviation or a subsidiary. We are MFGS, Inc., a U.S.-owned and operated company with the critical expertise to enable U.S.-secure agencies to meet your software modernization and transformation missions. As the master supplier to the federal government for micro-focus software, we have access to over 300 best-in-class products and solutions. Learn how MFGS, Inc. can solve whatever your mission requires
0: at MFGS, Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
5: red. Let's head next to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Nationals and Orioles keeping it close in their series opener in Nats Park. Dave Preston live in Southeast with the latest. And the Nationals lead the Orioles, Rob, 3-1
3: in the third inning on uh, back-to-back RBI singles from Luke Voigt and Luis Garcia. Garcia opened the scoring for the Nats with an RBI double in the first inning. He's batting cleanup. He's a middle infielder who might be 175 pounds, but he's getting the job done. Birds, meanwhile, have left six on base. Gunnar Henderson's RBI single in the first opening up the scoring, uh, but the Nationals are the ones who lead right now 3-1
5: bottom of the third inning. All right, I could spot him about 25 pounds if he wanted. it. Uh, D.C. United uh, minutes from kickoff in Kansas City trying to snap a two-game streak in which they are both scoreless and winless. And last night's Broncos-Seahawks game, which I've ranted about on air and in print for about the last 20 hours or so, drew in 19.85 million viewers across all platforms. It makes it the most-watched Monday night football game since 2009. It's the most-watched week one Monday nighter since 2006 and i'd be willing to bet all 19.85 million would have made some better late game decisions than nathaniel hackett rob woodfork wtop sports Top stories we're following for
1: you tonight on WTOP. Stubborn inflation caused Wall Street to tank today. After the closing bell, the Dow and S&P dropped about 4%. NASDAQ, even worse off, it sank by 5%. Queen Elizabeth Coffin has arrived at London's Buckingham Palace. She will lie in state at the Palace of Westminster starting tomorrow. Many, many thousands of people plan to pay their respects before the royal funeral. That's on Monday. We're watching primary election results this evening as Delaware, New Hampshire and Rhode Island hold the final three primary contests of the 2022 midterms. I'm looking tonight at the Republican primary for Senate in New Hampshire, the Trump-backed Donald Baldock with 37 percent. Chuck Morse, what many would refer to as a more establishment Republican, is in second place with about 33% of the vote. Only 3% of the overall vote is in, so it's early going here in this election to see who will take on Maggie Hassan in uh, the uh, New Hampshire Senate race. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the eights, and when it breaks, and we're going to Bob Immler in the traffic center.
3: In the district, believe they have cleared the crash on 395 North near the Third Street Tunnel in Virginia. Delaplain on Route 17, about a mile north of 66. There is a crash believe all lanes are blocked there on that stretch of Route 17. On 66, the pace is good. The travel lanes are open. And on both 395 and 95, traffic continues to run well. In Maryland, on the Beltway interloop at Colesville Road, they're setting up a work zone block in the right lane. And uh, no delay getting past it, but do watch for the work crews there. On 270, we are delay-free both ways. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right, as is 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Prepare to be moved. Try out the new 66 Express lanes, toll-free between Route 29 in Gainesville and 28 in Centerville for a limited time. Learn how to use the new lanes at ride66express.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
6: Clear and comfortable tonight with lows in the mid-50s to low 60s. A beautiful day tomorrow. Sunny skies, low humidity, a bit of a breeze, and highs around 80. Another beautiful day Thursday, and for that matter, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Temperatures continue to warm to around 80 degrees through Saturday. By Sunday, we'll have high temperatures in the mid-80s, with low humidity levels remaining in the forecast. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist, Amelia Draper. Right
1: now in Gaithersburg, it's 66, Arlington 75, Lanham 72, some parts of our area all the way down to 58 tonight in our suburban areas. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half of your new roof later and half never. Never, I should say. Now, coming up on WTOP, new information about a Virginia middle school teacher and his wife found dead on Friday. It's eight twenty on WTOP. Stay with us.
6: Here's Matt Mandrock, the head of U.S. public sector at Zoom, on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by Zoom.
1: Employees now are demanding autonomy, flexibility, and most important, the need for technology to support the way of working. The government is needing to meet these fast-changing demands, and it's essential for a virtual experience to be as good as, if not better, than an in-person experience.
6: Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zoom.
5: Across the virtual halls of government, federal employees trust Zoom for government communications and collaboration, and to engage with the public in serving their mission. Zoom for government with ATOs across the federal spectrum is US-based, using the AWS GovCloud and two co-located data centers. Zoom has authorizations and attestations with FedRAMP, DoD's impact level classification, FIPS 140 cryptography, and supports over 300 NIST controls. Learn more at Karasoft.com slash Zoom 821 1877 cars for kids. K-A-R-S cars
6: for kids. 1877 cars for kids.
5: Donate your car today. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's Cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
0: We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you.
1: You're listening to WTOP News. Great to have you here at 822. Former Independent Counsel Ken Starr, who led the investigation into Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky, has died in Houston at 76. He was a federal judge, solicitor general,
2: and university chancellor but Ken Starr will be most remembered as the prosecutor who pursued a president. Justice means the rule of law and that everyone is accountable. Starr's report alleging Bill Clinton lied under oath about his affair with Monica Lewinsky led to Clinton's impeachment. Starr told CBS News in 2018 he regretted the entire matter, but he said it had to be done.
3: I had a duty. I had a responsibility. Asked if he
2: would specifically apologize to Lewinsky, Star said no. I'm sorry that the whole thing happened. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, The White House.
1: It's 823. There's new information this evening about a Virginia middle school teacher and his wife found dead inside a home in Culpeper. They were
5: found with gunshot wounds. That's the update from Culpeper Police as investigators continue looking into the deaths of Daniel Garrison and Stacy Garrison, a married couple found dead in a home late last week. Police say they are not searching for any suspects and that there isn't a threat to the community, but they say they are still gathering evidence trying to determine how it all unfolded. Daniel Garrison was a science teacher at Auburn Middle School. The principal there says the counselors are on hand for anyone who needs them. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News.
1: 8.23 now. It's a worldwide problem from which no neighborhood is immune to combat human trafficking. State and local leaders in Virginia joined together in Prince William County with open ears about this issue.
4: Human trafficking is a form of modern-day slavery.
2: Tanya leads efforts to combat human trafficking at the Virginia Attorney General's Office. She's also a survivor
1: of it.
4: No human being should ever come to face with such a feeling. Someone negotiating over your value for something... You don't want to sell. She, along with
2: Attorney General Jason Miara has heard from members of the community in a closed-door meeting on the topic. He says a rise in addiction amid the pandemic has led to a rise in familial trafficking. People that are so in the grips of addiction that they will literally traffic their sister, uh, their daughter, their child, their family member. His hope is more solutions for combating it. In Woodbridge, Mike Murillo,
1: WTOP News. And just into the WTOP newsroom as we watch the election results roll in tonight from three more states, the final primary states of the season. Ashley Callas wins the Republican nomination for governor in the Rhode Island primary election. A couple results out of New Hampshire that are not surprising. They were very much expected that Maggie Hassan wins the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate in New Hampshire's primary. And then Chris Sununu winning the Republican nomination for governor in New Hampshire. We'll be watching to learn who their challengers are coming up here on WTOP, your election source. It's Money News 25 and 55. Here's Tom Busby. This is a
5: Bloomberg Money Minute. The U.S. economy now expected to create jobs at a slower pace over the coming decade because the U.S. labor force is aging and population growth is slowing. That's according to the Labor Department. And after the day that Wall Street had today, the labor force can use all the workers it can get. Stocks took a tumble, losing all the gains made over the past four sessions and then some after a surprise rise in inflation in August. That spooked investors about just how big the Federal Reserve will have to jack up interest rates to try to cool the economy down. And with that, the Dow really tumbled down 1,276 points. That's a 4% slide. The Nasdaq lost 633. That's 5% of its value. The S&P 500 down 178 points, a bad day all around. And as the competition for your living room heats up, Paramount Global is considering shutting down its Showtime streaming service, shifting all its content to the more popular Paramount Plus service. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP.
1: As often happens when Wall Street has a bad day, the Asian markets are also doing the same. Tokyo stocks down almost 3%. South Korea 3% lower. Australia is down 1.5%. We'll watch it all for you here on WTOP with Money News at 25 and 55. We'll talk more about these inflation numbers, but also the polls have been closed for almost half half an hour in the final three primary elections of the 2022 midterms. We'll have a special report, 826.
2: From Nats Park to the Metro Silver Line to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. The operating engineers of IUOE Local 77 have built some of the most important projects in the DMV, and they're looking for help. If you are certified to operate cranes or heavy equipment or wannabe and are looking for a new adventure in your professional life, consider IUOE Local 77.
0: Don't just do a job. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First,